The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to a brand new episode. I am your host, Carrie Jackson. Hi, how you doing? Brand new episode, and the name of the episode is Mod Podge. Don't say it wrong. Uh, we got uh, uh, just about everybody here. Uh, just for clarification, a little bit of uh, housekeeping here. Um, uh, Tony is still with the show. He's <laughs> he's just not going to be on a few episodes. He's got some family stuff happening, and uh, he's fine. It's like trips and things, so it's good stuff. It's good family stuff. So uh, he's not going to be on for a bit. And uh, Jay, we're working on the Jay situation to get the uh, phone line here into the basement studio to uh, to get that to happen. I've run into a couple of snags, but uh, I'm going. We're going to have Jay back on the show very soon. So uh, uh, bear with us for that. Uh, but everybody's here, and uh, we'll, we got broken news on this episode, and a whole lot of stuff happening. Uh, but we do. Oh, and a quick reminder: you go to geekshowpodcast.com. I know the old logo is still on the website. Uh, but if you uh, click on the merchandise tab, you can click through and see our new logo merchandise, and it's all there. We've got those coffee mugs are good looking. I'm really happy with those. Uh, T-shirts, hoodies, things like that, and leggings. Hi, sure, why not? <laughs> so take a look at those. Uh, I want to thank our uh, sponsors who help pay for the program each and every week. Uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, of course. Uh, Saturday, October 12th, everything store-wide at Dr. Volt's will be 20 to 50% off because comic superstar Philip Savy, artist of Tomb Raider and creator of Triage, is going to be in-store doing a signing. So you can meet him and pick up the back issue or statue that you've had your eye on uh, Saturday, October 12th, 20 to 50% off everything in the store. Also, Cabin Fever, quirky lunchboxes, classic vintage toys, rubber ducks, books, gift wrap, and the best selection of irreverent cards in the city. And they are getting, as we speak, their Halloween stuff is on the way in, so get ready for that. Cabin Fever, located at the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Also, Black Velvet Boutique. Uh, They are a trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. 595 South State in Clearfield, Utah. If you mention Geek Show, you'll get a special discount. They're locally owned and open seven days a week. We like that. And Booze Teak, of course. Say hi to Ivy while you're there, getting uh, stuff for your Halloween parties, your local wine and cocktail accessory emporium, uh, all kinds of geek-appropriate barware from all your favorites. Mention Geek Show and you'll receive a discount. Booze Teak located at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake City. All right, let's get to the new episode, Mod Podge. Pleased to enjoy. And welcome back to the basement. Woo-hoo. I love Arby's. She loves Arby's. She's Rebecca Frost. Oh, shit. I didn't know well, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You fucking did it, dum dum. They don't even do five for five anymore. Uh, I've got an art show coming up it's called The Misplaced <laughs> Showcase, October 12th from 2 to 8 at Super Top Secret. That's the actual name of the place. It's on 254 East, 100 South. Uh, there will be like toy makers, comic book artists, uh, a silent auction where all of our proceeds go to the Children's Justice Center. What day is this again? October 12th. It is the same day as Strut Your Mutt, but uh, just come on after. Yeah, yeah. Is there a website or someplace? Misplaceshowcase.com. There we go. What's the Children's Justice Center? Is that like little kid superheroes? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'd love that. They need money for costumes, so. 
Yeah. That's not and really grappling good. guns. <laughs> the smaller size ones. Because the yeah. big ones yeah. tend to vault them a little too hard. Yeah, they're yeah. like fucking... Yeah. The and there's re- a lot of kick. The there's a lot of kick. Yeah. yeah. Because you get a you get a grappling gun that's that's rated for like 180 pounds and you're only 40. Knock a little kid superhero right on his ass. Right on his ass. Gonna launch him right over the building. Too oh, much yeah. kick. He's got too much kick. He's Shannon Barnson. I'm old and I can kick. I'm 50. I'm 50. This God. is the third oh, time geez. I've heard this routine today. <laughs> I am almost 50. Yeah, I'm a week away uh, from 50. I think you will be when this airs. Yeah, by the time this airs. I, I won't be 50. I'll be 49. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I, thank God! I will. I will be fifty in a week from this episode. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. what are you gonna do? Uh, I took the day off. I'm gonna spend the day doing nothing. Cool. Hello, I, meant so like, I, I meant like, what are you gonna do with the second half of your life? Oh, nothing. <laughs> oh, and that's why I'm taking that day half. off to prepare her for it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's optimistic. Those those of you that knew me when I was a teenager understand how few years I probably have yeah. left. It's got maybe a tenth left. <laughs> I, I I went through some shit really yeah, hard. You're for living about on borrowed time right now. <laughs> oh no, I, I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't have seen thirty, let alone forty or fifty. There's gonna be some more girls on this show soon. <laughs> oh, I'm not reviewing movies. <laughs> why do you think? Why do you think I don't call her a film critic? Uh, right. I gotta come up with another title. Oh, the, no, just don't give her that title. It's yeah. the Defense Against the Dark Arts uh, position. Right. Yes. Hello, uh, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> you got uh, wait. What years. are we talking? Oh, uh, <laughs> push your push your stuff. Excuse me. You push know. it. Yeah, push, push your it. shit, uh, constipation lad. Push your pop quiz. Is that what we were talking about? <laughs> what? I was gonna push your shit. Uh, oh my god. Uh. <laughs> you you, I'm really happy. Now you know why. T- <laughs> I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> now you know why Lee never asked me to push in his stool. Anyway. <laughs> Come to my pub quiz. It's almost as funny as this. Um, <laughs> Wednesday nights. Well, Wednesday you, nights, lucky 13. Well, you've got a good straight man there. Yeah. yeah. The perpetual straight man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, buy some books for the kids. Hey. Amazon, just search for me, wish list, blah, blah, blah. All right. All right. Thank you. What you okay. doing, sweetie? It's okay, Lee. <laughs> Okay. He's getting his stool pushed in. Lee George Cade, everyone. Hi, how's it going? Uh, We've got a couple things going on. Uh, Ship Games are taking pre-orders for the Clone Wars expansion for Star Wars Legion. Uh, So you could... uh, I love you. I love you, too. (laughs) I love you. Uh, And then in November, we've got the Marvel Crisis Protocol game, which is going to be amazeballs. I'm actually looking forward to it. Yeah, you can go to the... If you want to check out the rules, you can go to the Atomic Mass Games website. They have the rules already up for free, which is something a lot of the tabletop game companies are doing right now, where they're just like, we we want you to see the rules first and see how the game works. Well, A, that's a good idea. Yeah. And, And my next question is, is can you compare it to another game? I cannot. Really? No, because this is the first tabletop tactical skirmish war game where terrain is a playable feature. Oh. Uh, most of the games that I've played... The trees move? No, you can use them as weapons. Oh, screwed. So, oh. Does it come with terrain? Yes. Ooh. The main box set comes with cars. It comes with a daily bugle kiosk. It comes with a little coffee shop. It comes with traffic lights and uh, parking meters. And depending on the strength rating of your character, you can use them as weapons. Oh. So if Shannon is playing as the Hulk... You I can, can pick up a coffee but shop. But here's the best part. When you generate, like, you pick your 10 guys that you want to be in your group. Yeah. And, like, Captain Marvel's in the box set. Oh, she's, yeah. she's like, available right away. But they all have a power rating. You don't know which ones you get to use until you roll your mission, which will generate how many points of characters you get to bring into battle. So oh. it might be 
that it's just going to be a, a low-level skirmisher, or it might be like a galactic-level thing with Hulk. And the second expansion's been announced, and that's coming out, I think, in December. And it's going to be T'Challa, Killmonger, um, Suri, and Okoye. Uh, so oh. it's like, and they've done a thing where they've kind of mishmashed the look of the comic book characters with the look of the movie characters. So it's like this perfect hybrid. Um, so those will be out, I think, December. So the game. Uh, I've looked through the rules. The game kind of blows my mind. Like it's it's really neat, and the figures look amazing. So, if you're interested in pre-order information, just uh, shoot us an email at shiftgamesutah@gmail.com, or you can contact us through our Facebook page, which is linked to the Geek Show podcast page. Uh, and we do free shipping anywhere in the United States. So if you go to our eBay page and you want to get something, will we'll you be doing gameplay demos? I will be doing gameplay awesome. demos. Me. Personally, all right. So, oh, the that'd same, be worth it right like, there. Yeah. I, on Tuesday nights, we do Legion. So, if you ever want to see how Star Wars Legion works, uh, I, I do demos on that game as well. So, Here, cool. Here's my question: Yeah, if you throw a coffee shop at somebody, that's uh, only Hulk and uh, only Hulk and Venom. I think are strong enough okay. to do that. <laughs> but if you Marvel do too, throw a coffee real. shop, oh, she is very strong. Does it do blunt damage and heat damage? Because you get coffee spilled on you. That's well, true. It <laughs> depends on how hard you threw it. Because I threw it so fucking hard. What if right. it's a cold brew coffee shop? That's not a fucking thing, is it? It could be. It could be. It is. I mean, it is New York. Yeah. I don't get this fucking world anymore. All right. Our, oh, <laughs> our returning champion, Eggfu, everybody. Good to be back. Follow him on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. push your shit, bud. At EGG. Push your, yeah, push your shit, yeah. bud. Yeah, don't follow shit. me on Facebook. I'm barely there. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter. Yeah. You do put cute pictures of your dog. You do, Spidey. Yes. Well, but you do them on Twitter, too. Yeah. So. A dog. I just post them both places. <laughs> You know, your dog and my dog, they both have mohawks. I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't bring him over here, though, because... I know. Like, you could probably bring Hudson to my house, because Spidey is used to having other dogs over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you know, my dogs don't react yeah. well. To... I they, love that every... think they're people. Every single one of those little dogs tries to fuck my big old pit bull. Yeah. And she doesn't do anything, just looks sad. <laughs> no, she, no yeah, she, well. she pushes Spidey off. Does she? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, she's got sick of it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Can I bring my dog over? He's not little. I don't know if it'll go well. <laughs> uh, all right. And so. our big dog host. Oh. Hey, big shooter. Hey, hey dog. big shoots. Um, Come on, shoots. What's going on? Shoots. I'm yeah. And big ladders. Shooter. What? Come on, big shoots. Carrie Jackson. Oh, hi. How are you? Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. His friends yeah. call him Big Shooter. Yeah. Big shooter. Push your shit, bud. Yeah, I push just your did. shit, Big oh, yeah. Shooter. I just did. <laughs> All shoots. Right. Yeah, that's a Texas 5 10 4. What you got there, shoots? Uh, a couple of things. Let's get to fire off there, shoots. Uh, oh I want to come back in the, in the third part and talk to Rebecca about movie, uh, movie trailers. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do that. Yeah, apparently. Because there's a thing, apparently. <laughs> the internet. <laughs> Has opinions. The internet has opinions. I don't like most what? of them. What? Um, but I've got I've got a whole study about it. Uh, here. Oh, jeepers! Because when I saw that, I went, "Oh, I remember. I read." Uh, and then cool. I saw. So I dug it up. Trailers okay. make me mad. Um, but uh, you know how I was always tweeting James Gunn song suggestions for mm-hmm. the- right, right. Did he finally give you that cease and desist you've been no, asking for? No. I'd he- sit there on Twitter. I'd be like. Fuck! Look at he look finally, a big shooter. Here he goes. He <laughs> finally. Well, Gunn finally put out a tweet that says. To all the people sending me suggestions, please stop. Stop it. I've got this. Okay, right. don't worry. I, I managed <laughs> to do two it. movies I'm without your help. Pretty fucking good at it. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Stop it. Um, but he had uh, another one. Uh, he says uh, he revealed on Twitter 
the most requested song to include in a Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Blitzkrieg Bop? No. Ah, oh, damn it. That would be a good one. So close. It would uh, be. It's in Spider Man. It's in Spider Man movies. Barroom Blitz? That's oh, a good that suggestion. Yeah. yeah. And it better be by Sweet. Or oh, the, yeah, of course. Or the Surf Punks, but he'll, he'd pick Sweet. Um, How about Slade's Run Run Away? I would in a second, right. but that's me. Black Betty. Um, no. Grandma Dam. No. The one that is, is most requested. Final countdown. He says, that's a good Blam-a-lam. guess. <laughs> and it should be. I'm assuming people are terrible. They're going to make terrible recommendations. Oh, they're going to make bad songs. Yes. Uh, no, okay. this one's actually a good song. Okay. Uh, King Harvest's Dancing in the Moonlight. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a Star Lord Gamora song. Yeah. yeah, he says I'm asked to include this song by far more than any other, and this predictability is precisely why I will never use it. <laughs> in general, I'd, I'd rather be in the business of giving folks the thing that they want that they did not know that they want, yeah. right? Rather than just the thing they know they want. Brilliant. Um, I thought that was brilliant. Did we talk about the fucking casting of? Suicide Squad? Oh, I don't think so. We did briefly, but we didn't go in depth. Holy shit balls! That poster looks like a bingo card. You just right. Cross them off and they die. I just like when yeah. he when he posted that. It said, "Don't get attached." Yeah. Well, and and, and so, don't get attached to James Gunn directing Suicide Squad movies. Yeah. I, That's true. I hope they kill Pete Davidson first. He is only in it for a small cameo, so he probably will get killed. Good, good, good. Uh, I think that might be the gag in this movie is all these famous people getting yeah. killed. Well, that's also the gag in Suicide Squad comics yeah. is there's usually a like Z-lister yeah. DC character that dies. Then he's, if I know James Gunn, he's gone to the source material and went, this is what you gotta do. Yeah. Oh, I hope Flulaborg lives. Poke it up, man. Who? Flulaborg. Who's Flulaborg? Am I saying his name wrong? Who is, is that, it? He's a German DJ comedian. Is he, oh. in, is he in it? Yeah. Oh, he's, he's on Conan he's, every now and then. He's actually hilarious. I've yeah, heard him on a couple. Of po- he doesn't yeah. have a podcast. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I've heard him guest on Comedy Bang but Bang. He's who's hilarious. in that thing? So it's like John Cena, um, Peter Capaldi, Peter yeah. Capaldi of all people. Oh, man, Capaldi. Yeah. yeah, Pete Davidson. Who's Capaldi uh, playing? There's a ton of doctor. <laughs> no, there's just there's a ton of people that's going to be in this, and so and you yeah, know, all you had to do was tell me James Gunn was doing it, and I'm there. Yeah, but uh, I. I have very high hopes because, you know, DC could use one, you know? What, a good movie? A win. A, w- a win. Yeah, Shazam was good. Shazam, Shazam was, was good. Shazam was good. I mean, goodish. Yeah. Like, not shitty. I mean, it was better than... It wasn't than shitty. Fuck? And I, I love I, that movie. I enjoyed Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was great. I mean, Whoa. the ending sucked. Yeah. But Wonder Woman was great. I'm still looking forward to the new one, though. I actually liked a lot of Suicide Squad. I liked a lot of it, yeah. Yeah, okay. but not all of it. Not okay, the ending. so here we go. Here's, like a Stephen right. King movie? You got the so, list? So we got the return of Viola Davis, Okay. Yeah. Margot Robbie, yeah, uh, Captain Boomerang, Jai Courtney, whatever. I love him. Yeah, yeah, he was great. Joel Kinnaman is back as Rick Flag. Okay, and then we've got. Oh, can I can I interrupt? Something about Joel Kinnaman. Yes, you really want to see that dude act? Because everything he does in the states, where he's being an American, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, he's really wouldn't, right? Yeah, yeah. But I actually watched. Uh, he did Hannah, and. He was, he was, yeah, he was the dad in Hannah, and he spends a lot of that movie. I think movie. he's a good actor. He is a really good actor, but when he's actually playing a European, he's really fucking good. Like, he's he's disturbingly good in Hannah. Like, he, well, he played an American in some TV series, and that was when the first time I saw him, and the he killing? was really It was good. The, killing. the Killing, yeah. 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 Which I thought really he was good. great. He was really good at He that. can be really good, but if he's not directed well, you can tell that he's probably a, a European dude with a really thick accent that has to work hard not to have that. Yeah. So, All right, here we go. David Dasmalchian? Who the uh, fuck is that? I don't know who that is. But then we got John, John Cena. Mm-hmm. Jai Courtney. Joaquin Casillo. 
Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. Who is in? Who, who makes cameos in every James Gunn movie? Yeah. Oh, right. that's true. Huh? Going, yeah. going back to Slither. Yeah. Uh, Joel Kinnaman, uh, Mei Ling Ning, Flula Borg. Is that who you yeah, said? Yep. He's hilarious. <laughs> Sean Gunn, of course. Of course. Juan Diego Bato, Storm Reed, Pete Davidson, Taika Watiti. Isn't he doing the voice of King Shark? No, uh, Steve Agee is. Oh. Alice Braga, Steve Aggie, Tinchi Scotchy, Jennifer Holland, Viola Davis, Idris Elba, Margot, Rob, uh, Margot Robbie, and Michael Rooker. Rooker. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. That's right. Because so, he's worked with Rooker and everything uh, since Slither. Didn't the guy from The Room like add his name on there? What's that guy? The Room. The Room? Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau? Yeah, didn't he like add his name to that? Wouldn't that be fucking great? That'd be great. Did, you mean, did Tommy Wiseau add his name to the list? Yeah, I feel like I read somewhere that like Tommy Wiseau added his name and was like, I'm there too. Hmm. Oh, I'll, I'll Google it. Well, they may not notice if he's Joker, there. you're tearing me apart. That was a fabulous impression, Shannon. Thank you. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I still haven't seen that. Hello, it's... doggy. I never will see So that. bad. Dude, it's yeah. so fucking funny, though. You need to see The Room. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, it's, oh, no. no, I really don't. It's cringe It's okay. I mean, I still haven't seen The Godfather, either. So and there's... then after you see... And then you have to watch the... The, the movie about the making yeah, of The Room. It, right, now I hear that's funny. It, it's so spot on. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I did not hit her. I did not. He, like, photoshopped his name into that yeah. bingo card of Yeah, I don't people. believe it. Um, I can Photoshop my name in. Yeah, well, do it. <laughs> remember when me and Jimmy made that... Uh, we should do that. like we should just do that to do like extra rows. Remember when me and Jimmy made that fake trailer for The Expendables 2? Yeah. And we added like Judge Judy and Kit. And... Oh, put me in. And and we'll, uh, Lee, we will uh, sit down sometime. And watch The Godfather? Watch The Godfather. What was that old movie you haven't seen that you admitted to a couple weeks back? Home Alone? No, no. You no, haven't seen older. Home Alone? I haven't seen no. any of them. There, there, was a, there was a classic movie that you had what never seen. It? I can't remember oh. because I had seen it. But I remember yelling at you because you had been yelling at me about The Godfather yeah. since we were five years old. <laughs> it was Little Fockers. <laughs> Maybe that was it. I said classic old movie. All right. Well, let, let's go get something to eat. After these, these messages, messages, we'll be well fed. Right back. Boostique is your local wine and cocktail accessory emporium featuring geek-appropriate barware with your favorite Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, DC Comics, and Doctor Who mixology essentials. You'll appreciate the Stormtrooper decanter, Chewbacca can cozies, Captain America pint glasses, and Harley Quinn bottle openers. You'll also discover traditional wine, beer, and cocktail accessories for entertaining. Mention Geek Show to receive discounts. See store for details. Boostique is located at 315 East Broadway. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. 
Cabin Fever has been providing customers with snarky greeting cards, a great selection of fridge magnets, books, gifts, gift wrap, and gift bags since 1982. Located in historic Trolley Square, Cabin Fever is your go-to spot for geeky, quirky, and kitschy. With the Halloween season fast approaching, be sure to check out their collection of amazing skulls, creepy haunted portraits, and spooky wares to get you and your home ready for this ghostly holiday. And don't forget, Cabin Fever has a huge selection for the young and young at heart of classic vintage toys, puzzles, lava lamps, lunchboxes, books for everyone, over 2,000 quirky cards for all occasions. Give yourself enough time to see what's new as well as the old reliable things you already know that you can get there. Hey, do you remember that clove gum or blackjack or beeman's gum that grandma and grandpa always had? Well, it's back at Cabin Fever. Stop in and grab a pack on your way to lunch or dinner with that first date or 50th anniversary. Quirky lunchboxes, classic vintage toys, rubber ducks, books, gift wrap, and the best selection of irreverent cards in the city. Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square, on the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Let your imagination run wild under the neon pink sky at Cabin Fever. Welcome to it. We'll get back to the episode Mod Podge. Don't say it wrong. Uh, in just a moment. Uh, joining me for Broken News, uh, Mr. B. Oh, fuck. And Rebecca Frost. <laughs> you okay, buddy? We are recording this uh, the day after uh, Shannon's super soft birthday party. Oh, super soft birthday makes for a hard morning. Uh, it was nice. And it was, it was. So I had to go down. To your bar. Yeah. Because the only thing that was available to drink up in the party area was all of these super sweet drinks because it's the super soft yeah. birthday. I get that. But I can't have that much sugar and alcohol without it killing me the next day. <laughs> so luckily. Pu- the, the purple passion punch wasn't that bad. It was pretty damn sweet. Uh. It was a lot of grape juice in there. But Charlie luckily said, no, come downstairs. Let's yeah. let's get you you know, vodka rocks and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah so- I remember Carrie standing upstairs looking at his drink going, this is going to be a problem. <laughs> I had mixers downstairs. Well, yeah, we went downstairs and I managed to get a, just vodka rocks and, yeah. okay. and everything was fine. Talked to Charlie for a while. <laughs> Everybody thought I was gone. <laughs> it's a good time. It was fun. Everybody in their party hats. And, and uh, <laughs> kudos to Rebecca for going... In costume. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. The, now the question becomes, what are you going to do with those overalls? Probably wear them again. You're not going to trade them in? No. I did resort to, towards the end of the night, resorted to uh, what I used to do in junior high was wear overalls, but not up, yeah. just, you know, hanging down. Mm-hmm. I felt super cool, like a super cool 13-year-old again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well... Let's get to the broken news, and then we'll get back to the episode. First of all, we have to raise one. Oh, no. Yeah. Because we, we didn't get a chance to... Uh, Are you at least hydrating, buddy? I drank some yerba mate this morning. Oh, my some God. yerba mate. That's super <laughs> soft. Um, it, this it was a week ago, but we had put the recording out into the public before we got a chance to, uh, to, to raise a glass to Sid Haig. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil Rejects, Captain Spaulding himself. Yeah. Batman. He was on an episode of Batman. He was? Yeah, he was like one of King Tut's henchmen. Yes! <laughs> I can see his face yeah. in that hat. Uh-huh. He was also in a classic Star Trek, too, but you couldn't see his face. Oh. He, was, he was one of the Archons. 
you know, okay. the, with the robes and the sticks. Yeah. You know. All right. What uh, do we know? Do we know what happened? Age. Age. Well, he was in a uh, an accident of some kind, like a car crash uh, or something, and because he was eighty, that didn't help. Ah. And so they they said, yeah, he's probably not gonna recover too well, and he. Bye-bye. Anyway. Rob Zombie wrote a really nice thing. <clears throat> a nice uh, kind of a mini eulogy online. Yeah. You can look for it. Yeah. It's, it's out there. All right. So the big news this week. And there were people at your party that didn't know about this. And I was, I thought everybody knew about this. The whole Spider-Man, Disney, Sony striking a deal. Oh, yeah. yeah. They released that information on Friday. Like, hey, have a good weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Makes yeah. me very happy. It's uh, the deal is for one more Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. which will be, you know, a Sony project but made by Marvel Studios, right? And one more Spider-Man cameo in a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. That was the deal, and then they say we mean it this time. Yeah, hmm. for real, for realsies mm-hmm. this time. Okay. Now Sony leading up to this have been pretty bold. Uh, saying, yeah, we've watched Kevin, we've watched how they do things, and we think we've figured it out, and, and it'll be fine. We got this. But I think, and, you know, the, it's on Blu-ray on Tuesday, so if you haven't seen it yet, uh, good heavens, they wrote themselves into a corner with the end of Far yeah. From Home that could only be resolved in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Exactly. Really? That's what I was thinking, yeah. I think so. Oh, I don't think so. I think they could totally go their own way. I don't know how you do that, because he's got... He's got all the resources that the Avengers have at the end of Far From Home. And with all those resources, he could go live in the Avengers mansion like he does in the comic. When, when, mm-hmm. he, when his uh, identity is outed in Civil War in the yeah. comic, he goes and lives in the Avengers mansion with Mary Jane and Aunt May. Right. You can't do that if you don't own the Avengers mansion. But I think there's, there is the potential for... Uh, that conflict, though, of he doesn't have anybody, so he can't go to the Avengers Mansion, and so he has to go back to his apartment in Queens, being swarmed by mo- thousands of. But then, posters. why don't you go to the Avengers Mansion where there's security and you won't get swarmed? But that—that's I think what makes for a great movie, though. How do you navigate <laughs> that without the Avengers? But all the audience would be sitting there. Why doesn't he go to the Avengers Mansion? <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know. I'm I'm like the one person who's like, Meh, okay, like just let just let Sony have it. <laughs> I for one would like to see a Spider-Man movie not about Iron Man. <laughs> well, you're gonna get it in the next one, I believe, because yeah. there's no place else to go other than the fact that he's. It was made pretty clear at the end of that movie that he is the heir apparent to mm-hmm. to Tony Stark because Tony didn't have a kid. Yeah. So, I I honestly I think Sony sat down and went, all right, we got this. Okay, how do we do this? God damn it, we can't do this. All right, one more, just one more. There was write a, write uh, us out of a corner and, you know. There was a, a video that somebody had edited of that, uh, one of the last scenes in Far From Home where uh, Aunt May and Happy are on the couch and mm-hmm. uh, Peter's like, okay, like what's going on? And Aunt May is Sony and Happy is Disney and, they're, and he's like, are you negotiating? And she's like, no. And he just, he's like, I thought we were. It's a fun, That's it's just funny. a fun video. Well, Sony for, um, for their... Uh, uh, side of it, they uh, they're they're doing this. They're going on with the Venom movie, the sequel, of course. Uh, they're still that Morbius uh, film. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs> Every time you say that, I'm just like, no. But then they also announced, and this is this this has 
raised a lot of speculation that uh, I'm just going to touch on. I'm not going to give it any validity. I'm just going to point, point at it. They said that they're developing no. Madam Web. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why? <God. laughs> okay. Now, no. These Ma- fucking idiots. Madam Web is not the Madam Web that you and I remember, okay. who is, you know, blind and can't walk and sitting in that chair. And yeah. Telepathic. She's hot. She's now, she's, Madam Web is, is now has like a certain amount of spider powers and, uh, can do all those and things, but, hot. but also has the telepathy and can tap into other universes. So the theory is, is that if they develop Madam Web enough, she can transport Tom Holland's Spider-Man into a different universe, which is very damn close to, but does not have the Avengers in it. But that, maybe, could it the be theory. the same universe that has the, the Spider-Ladies movie? Uh, I Yeah. They're they're also thinking about that as well. Well, they are. They're doing the one that has yeah. uh, Silk, Sp- Ghost Spider, and uh, mm-hmm. Spider Woman. So maybe that's what'll happen at the end of this next MCU. All what these is lady it? spiders. M- MCU will go. Okay, here's your out. We did it for you. Thanks. It's <laughs> <laughs> dumb. Uh, anyway, so that's what's going on with that. In other news, and again, that's just a fan theory. That whole Madam Web thing. It's plausible, but it's still mm-hmm. just a fan theory. It's nothing. Um, but then the other news that uh, Disney announced was that uh, they've seen that Kevin Feige can handle many characters and story arcs and multiple... Uh, uh, yeah, Um So they said, hey, you want to take a shot at Star Wars? <sighs> As if he didn't have enough to do. This is fine. <laughs> I like it. I like what he does. I'm just, I, I'm one of those like cynical like. Do we? I know, does I, he have to do more? <laughs> I like. We have a fair a fair amount of stuff. Although I did see a thing, and I don't know if this is on your list of stuff to talk about. That right. is like, uh, he wants to bring in a main MCU actor over into the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. and so I of course fell down a Brie Larson hole. You did. I saw. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I oh I would lose my damn mind if Brie Larson mo- made her move over to Star Wars. I'll take any of it. A, yeah. a lot of people on the internet are like, are they going to make her marry Jade? And I was like, that would be pretty cool. They've acknowledged that some of that stuff is canon. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've made uh, General Thrawn canon. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they say so. they got rid of all that stuff and all that use isn't canon anymore. Uh, okay. I think it's canon when I they d- say it is. Yeah. And if, if they I think haven't it's said- canon in your heart. <laughs> If they haven't said that it's not canon, you just got to follow Pablo, Pablo Hidalgo on Twitter, and then you'll know. Mm-hmm. Right? Because <laughs> <laughs> he'll tell you. So, yeah, that's, that's what's going on. Is, uh, all, the, all the studio chiefs said, uh, yeah, you seem to be able to have a handle on these sort of things. Take a crack at uh, Star Wars, because uh, we're, we're a little confused right now that nobody saw our Han Solo movie. Oh, no. Which I'm still confused about, but anyway. Well, right. I decided to market it like a week before it came out. Right. <laughs> it was a combination of a lot of things that that was going against it. And then yeah. people see it finally and they go, oh, oh no, that? that was great. Yeah. Why didn't I go? Because I listened to the internet. Hey, guess what? The internet is often wrong. Nine times out of ten. Right? It's wrong. Anyway, this was actually some sad news from last week because Hulu, of course, is, you know, they're owned by Disney and, and all that stuff. And, and Marvel was going to put all of their uh, grown-up superhero shit on Hulu. 
mm-hmm. uh, and make it uh, you know adult and scary and all that. And they're still doing the you know the cartoons, Howard the yeah. Duck and Modoc and all that. They still have plans for that. But I thought you know you've got a character Ghost Rider that people know. Yeah. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. Well, they decided they're not going to. Uh, it's apparently creative differences couldn't be resolved uh, to get the Ghost Rider series going. They're continuing with the Son of Satan series. <sighs> what creative differences? Like, how? The, just get a new creative people. I, Can't you, know, you? That's what I would think, is that this is this is my toy and I own it, and here you go play with it this way. If you don't want to, I'll give it to somebody else. And if you else. don't want to play with it this way, then I'll have someone... I don't understand how these things happen. I have no idea. This is completely speculation, but my guess is is that uh, the creative team wanted to go with Robbie Reyes mm-hmm. as Ghost Rider, and it could be that people up high didn't want to. Wanted Johnny Blaze? Yeah, which is a mistake, because you saw on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. it worked. He was mm-hmm. so good. It worked. Yeah. And I think that's also has to do with maybe Marvel Disney not necessarily wanting to be too associated with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Mm. I don't know why that love-hate exists there. I don't know either. But that show's been great lately. It has. So anyway, there's that. Um, so apparently on the Spider-Man cartoon that's happening right now, they're doing Superior Spider-Man. I didn't know this because there's too many oh, shows. Yeah. And uh, so they're doing, it's, it's Marvel Spider-Man. You find it, I think it's on Disney XD or one of those. Mm. But uh, uh, Cloak and Dagger are going to be on, voiced by the actors that play it on the TV show. Oh, that's awesome! And I know you like that show. Yeah, they Marvel Marvel Disney does like they do this because Quake on the um, oh the one with the cartoon Marvel Rising. um, Oh yeah, Chloe Bennett voices her Agents of Shield character. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't know they were doing Superior Spider-Man on that cartoon, so I'm going to have to dig it up. I didn't even know there was a cartoon. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, just look up Marvel Spider-Man. I think that's what it's called. Uh, Anyway, so there's that. Uh, The Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series, a sentence I never thought I would say. Yeah. In in my lifetime, (laughs) might I add, uh, has found uh, its director. Uh, She did some episodes of The Mandalorian, and they were impressed. And so they're turning it over to Deborah Chow uh, to do the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, TV. She's done a lot of really good. She's worked on a lot of great shows. American Gods, Better Call Saul, uh, Jessica Jones, Mr. Robot, bunch of stuff. So she's got her bona fides, and she's going to be in charge of Obi-Wan. Sweet. Oh, I can't wait for Obi-Wan's show. We'll see what happens with, is another sentence that I never thought I'd hear <laughs> <laughs> in my lifetime. All right. Mm. Let's see, this happened uh, last week as well, and people are excited about it. Jurassic World 3 announced that Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, and Laura Dern are coming back to Woo-hoo. play uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm, uh, Dr. Ellie Sattler, and uh, Dr. Alan Grant. They're going so to be in Jeff the Goldblum already returned. He did. Just mm-hmm. is kind of a brief thing, but yeah. I guess it, they, they've got more planned for them this time. Did you watch that uh, that Jurassic World short? The yes, Battle I did. at Big Rock. Yes, oh. I did. Look for that. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was. Uh... It's. It is the aftermath because if you saw the most recent Jurassic mm-hmm. World one, they're all they're all out there in the yeah. world. The dinosaurs have arrived, and uh, it takes place in 2019. So when the movie takes place 20 
16? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, so it is current day. It has been like three years since these dinosaurs have gotten out. What's the deal? And it just, the, this family's at a campsite and them's dinosaurs. Wow. Just yeah. walking through the campsite like bears or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a really, it's a scary little short. It, it's kind of, yeah. Uh, edge of your seat, like a little stressful. Oh, I'll and watch it, it when it's I get stre- home. Yes, very stressful. Yeah. Because there was the big dinosaur. Uh-huh. And then a baby. Practically ate that baby dinosaur, and I was yelling at the computer Uh at work. (laughs) Just going, this better not, you better not do that. Do not do that. (laughs) You tell him. And, well, I won't tell you what happens, but. uh, I I think I'll watch it tomorrow, because if I watch it today, I'll throw up. That's true. (laughs) How old are the the kids at the set? Nine and ten. What do you Um, think? A little intense? No, no. They're a skittish bunch. Oh, okay. Well, then, then no. Then no. One of them was crying because the fire alarm scared her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. God yeah. bless them. Then don't show them this. Yeah. I was going to say maybe it's kind of a reward. I'll show you the thing. No. And no. No. Don't no. do that. Uh, Batman news. Uh, the Batman specifically. Battenson. Our bats. Our bats. Mm-hmm. Uh, casting for villain roles. Um, they're talking to Jonah Hill. They're not saying which villain. But the internet immediately jumps to Penguin. Yeah, because yeah, he's a little heavy. I feel, I feel so bad. And that's what I was... <laughs> right? I was like, if I was Jonah Hill, I'd go, fuck you. Well, you know, right? probably did. I'm going to do something else. But yeah, yeah I'm going to be Penguin. Yeah. But uh, the, the, Matt, uh, the guy behind it, Matt Reeves, said that there's going to be a whole bunch of villains. So mm. we're not married to just one. There's going to be a bunch of them. And uh, they're talking about either the Penguin or the Riddler are the characters in conversation. I mean, I, I could see him as a Riddler. I was going to say, if I were Jonah Hill, I'd say, fuck, I'm the Riddler. All right. Go find <laughs> another fat guy for the Penguin. Yeah. Josh Gad is Go begging for it. Go get Josh Gad. He's begging for a it. A fun, cute Penguin, Josh Gad. <laughs> Well, it would be a chance for Josh Gad to do something, you know, scary or something. Not play Josh Gad? Not play Josh Gad. Josh Gad as Josh Gad, as the Riddler, or as the Penguin. (laughs) Hi, everyone. (laughs) I I want it. Oh, this is my flying umbrella. I need my my boxing glove umbrella. He's behind me, isn't he? Yes. Uh, They also cast uh, Commissioner Gordon. I uh, saw that. Jeffrey Wright, which is great. He's a good actor. So, uh, but, 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 but what, but, oh, no, excuse me, what? No, nothing. <laughs> I don't, had, oh, no, but, 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 no, but, but, I had to have this discussion with but. somebody who said, but, but Jim Gordon is not black. And I said, he's also not real. I, I said, well, A, he's not real. And B, tell me in the history of Jim Gordon, is there anything about him that says that he has to be white? You can't, can you? Didn't think so. Shut up. Uh, Jeffrey Wright's a hell of an actor. Uh, But. (laughs) So there's that. Um, And then uh, before we leave, well, we still have some more Batman news, but since we're talking about this kind of thing, um, people have noticed that I have not on Broken News or on the radio show brought up any of this uh, uh, alleged controversy around the Joker movie. Mm. And I'm not. I'm going to see the movie and then make a decision. And that's, maybe, a, that's quite a concept. And maybe y'all ought to try that. That's a concept I don't right know. there. Uh, They're not allowing press at the red carpet. Well, apparently some... It's 
it, the Joker fan base is the real problem here. The the, the little boys on the internet that, yeah. that mm-hmm. look up to him, and to them, I always have to remind them: the Joker is the bad guy. Always, yeah. Know mm-hmm. that if you emulate him, you are a bad guy. That's all. Yeah. So there's that. Anyway, <laughs> I, I love the people that like. I want to have a relationship like. Harley like Harley and Joker. Joker. And like, no. That's not. He beats the shit out of her. Yeah. <laughs> Read the fucking comics. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. You know? He's not a nice person. No, and that's terrible. a fucked up relationship. And yeah. in the comics and in the coming movie, apparently, she she um, makes a point about how she's not going to be, you know, used she wears pants. by the Joker. Yeah. She wears so many pants. Uh, did you see Todd Phillips? He was like, I don't see why people aren't upset when John Wick goes out goes out and kills 300 people. And someone on Twitter was like, they killed his puppy, Todd. <laughs> there's a difference. There's a difference. Uh, let's see. So there's that. Um, oh, and uh, our last uh, item of Batman news is if you're playing the Fortnite, um, the Fortnite Batman crossover is happening. Oh, boy. <sighs> um, Finally. But only until October 6th. So you've got until the end of the week here. Yeah. To uh, to play, I don't think I don't know if, if you can play as Batman. I'd have to ask Tony. Um, but apparently, there's all kind. You can find homing explo- explosive batarangs. Uh, the Gotham Police Department's there. Wayne Industries Tower. The Monarch Theater. Um, you can put on a Batman cowl that gives you unlimited glider redeploy. Uh, you, if you complete the Batman theme challenge, you earn rewards like sprays and a glider. Uh, there are bat signals, uh, diffusing Joker themed gas canisters. Apparently, there's a lot of stuff in there. All right. Uh, so if you're, I'm sure I'll hear all about it. If you're oh, we should the... talk to Lee because on the Masked Singer, they unmasked one of the singers, and it was like a Twitch streamer. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess he's a big deal on the internet. I know. I was like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, we gotta ask Lee about it. <laughs> Lee needs to tell us. And then finally this. Um, Force Friday is upon us. When is that? That's Friday. Oh, this Friday? <laughs> yeah. This this episode being released on the 30th, so that would My be... My birthday! The 30th is yeah. your birthday. Happy birthday, sir. Uh, Force Friday is the 4th. Ah, how about that? October 4th. What? October 4th. Why? Uh, Force Friday is when they release all the new Star Wars toys and collectibles. Oh. Like, and, so relating to the new movie and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're, they're... Just like in general. They're timing it with the Mandalorian, the movie, and the When does the Mandalorian the game. come on? Mandalorian's November. in November. When Disney, Plus, when Disney Plus drops. Yeah. Woo! So they're, they're <laughs> you know, they're, they're giving you the toys now. And uh, if you go, uh, I found a really good comprehensive list on io9. So if you go there and look for uh, all the glorious new Star Wars toys, uh, there's, they have slideshows and all of that, and you can see all the stuff. There's a lot of exclusives. I'm not going to get into it all now, but you know, if you see something you want, you're going to have to hunt for it, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, eh, take the day off? I don't know. I'm going to wear my new vest. <laughs> I do remember friends waiting in line at Toys R Us for Forest Friday. Yeah. It's more of that. Yeah. But uh, there's, a, there's a lot of cool uh, Kylo Ren stuff and, and a lot of Ray, a lot of Ray stuff and uh, re-released classic stuff and a new X-Wing is being released like, yeah. like that one I have over there. It's like a hundred bucks. And, oh, but mine over there, the R2 doesn't come out of the back and this one that they're releasing on Friday just has a spot for you to put the action figure in. 
That's pretty cool. So. We're waiting our whole life for that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's true. I don't know. Have we? Yeah. Even in the old Kenner, didn't we? Uh-uh. Remember the R2 was the button that you pushed to make the wings go. Oh, he's finding it. I got one over here, I thought. Oh, maybe that's I don't. Somewhere. Okay. Oh. It's somewhere. A pile of toys. It's somewhere. No, that's... You pushed... Yeah, you pushed our, our and he didn't come out. He was a button, essentially. Yeah. He didn't even have a face. Yeah. <laughs> just like the top of his head. I'm just like, look at all the trouble you've gone to. You can't put a little black dot mm, yeah. there, maybe just a little something. Yep. You couldn't do that? They no? Left, they well, left it up to you. All right. Well, I wasn't that kid. Lee was that kid. I wasn't <laughs> that kid. Anyway, anything else before we uh, get back to the episode? Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, Yes. Begging Thanks. for books. Begging for books. Thank you, everybody who's bought books. I've got, I don't even know how I'm going to get them there. Um, uh, it's such a cool thing that you guys do this. Uh, um, ha, like, I think over 100 books at this point. Oh, good. I feel like yesterday and, you said 200. Well, no, I was over, I, you know. I was, that that might have been the great punch. I was on the mm-hmm. purple punch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just go on. Uh, in fact, when I was leaving to go here, there were some on the porch. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, so just go and search uh, for my Stuff for Kids wish list. Sharon Barnson. Is it on on Amazon? And on on Amazon. Oh, okay. And then you buy it, comes right to my house, and my uh, mail carrier goes, fuck this guy. (laughs) You're that guy on his route. Her route. I saw her walking up the street the other day with a big (laughs) arm full of books. Thanks. She was like, motherfucker. Well, and like like the Prime books, don't they get delivered like by the Amazon Prime van? Some of them, yeah. I finally saw one. An yeah. Amazon Prime van. I see them all the time downtown. Uh, I don't. Amazon. Not up here. Anyway, thanks again. Uh, I got. You know what I love? I got the whole uh, Devil Dinosaur and Moon Girl. Oh, Fun. good. For the kids. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. They're making so. a cartoon of that. You know. I know. That's Have you why. seen those cosplays of the dad wearing a T-Rex outfit and his little girl wears dressed up like oh, Moon really? Girl and he's got a leash on her? Oh, <laughs> oh it's so cute. That's great. I, I've always loved Devil Dinosaur. And again, that's something that we never yeah. thought we would see. Right. We never thought we'd see cartoon, cosplay, all of that. It's quite a time to be alive. I'll say. What a world. We better stick around. I found out I was a year younger than I thought I was yesterday. You did the math wrong? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was turning. You feel better? Yeah, I guess. Wait, so how old are you? I'm going to be 48 tomorrow. But I was like, well, this is my last year of my 40s. And Jen's like, oh, you're, no, you're Turning 48, stupid. I'm Have like, you been a year ahead since forever? I guess. I did that at about that age, too. <laughs> I did the same it's when thing. we start slipping, huh? I did the math. <laughs> I just did the math wrong. It was that simple. I just yeah, did the math me wrong. me, too. Oh, no. And so for a year, I was telling people I was this age, and then, and then the birthday rolled around, and I went, oh. well, Oops. I'm still oh, this age. God damn it. I'm still, all right. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, right, I'm going to go lay back down. It's coming for you. I was good to <laughs> You're next. It's going to every day write down my age so I see it. <laughs> Do it so I remember. <laughs> and so it's stuck right here. All right. So we will uh, take a break. We will be back with the rest of the episode. Mod Podge, pleased to enjoy. Well, let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection in the month of October. Dawn of X. A new day is dawning for the X-Men. Jonathan Hickman continues his bold new take on Marvel's mutants with X-Men number one and New Mutants number one. The X-Men have always struggled to find their place in a world that hated and feared them. And after the events of House and Powers of X, humanity's worst fears seem justified. 
Will this spell the end for the fledgling mutant nation? Find out in the six new X-Men titles. Also, the mighty Utah is back. Kickstarter number two, everyone's favorite fry sauce eating superpower do-gooder, the mighty Utah is back with an all-new adventure. The mighty Utah faces an unexpected challenge when he tries to join the Salt City Strangers. Welcome to the Strangers, Utah. Hope we survive the experience. Featuring fabulous cover artwork by Philip Savy, who did Triage and Tomb Raider. Live on Kickstarter now. Dr. Volts is open seven days a week. Your hold or pull service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previous catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volts Comic Connection. Boostique is your local wine and cocktail accessory emporium featuring geek-appropriate barware with your favorite Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, DC Comics, and Doctor Who mixology essentials. You'll appreciate the Stormtrooper decanter, Chewbacca can cozies, Captain America pint glasses, and Harley Quinn bottle openers. You'll also discover traditional wine, beer, and cocktail accessories for entertaining. Mention Geek Show to receive discounts. See store for details. Boostique is located at 315 East Broadway. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. And we're back. Hey. Mm. Thank God. All right. Now, Rebecca stirred up the internet. Yeah. Good she, job. She I had, had an opinion. She had the audacity of being a woman with an opinion. Talking with ovaries. On the internet. Mm. Can't talk with my ovaries. And now, what was... The, <laughs> I mean, that'd be an amazing talent. <laughs> talking while owning ovaries. I'd like to say that. Um, but so, now, what happened? I, I, so explain how it went down, because... I left work early on a Monday to go see Hustlers. I had a 12.30 screening of Hustlers. I got there like twelve fifteen, so I got some popcorn, went to the bathroom, messed around on my phone, and then the move like trailer started at twelve thirty. Yeah. One o'clock rolls around, and my movie still hasn't started, and so I tweeted, "Hey gang, there's too many trailers before movies <laughs> and commercials, and and people didn't like that, and I felt myself like clarifying." I have nothing against trailers. I love trailers. Yeah. There are too many of them. Yeah. Right. And people uh, people got mad. Well, no, I agree with you. Sometimes I'm sitting there watching the trailers and I forget what fucking movie I'm there I'm to like, see. Oh, I'm here to watch a three and a half hour movie. Yeah. Oh. So, an extra half but hour what's weird about what's really weird about doing half an hour worth of trailers is that don't they want to not do half an hour of filler time because they want to get more showings in? And part think. of it is no. The studios are paying them to show those trailers. Oh. Well, and like I am also guilty of this. I'm a Utah, and Utahns are canonically late for everything. Right. Yeah. And so a ton of the comments that I read were like, "Oh, I love the trailers because I'm late because of who I am as a person. I'm late all the time." And then so don't be fucking late. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, when I'm I went sorry to, to be an asshole about it. So Actually, I'm not. One time I saw Mike Birbiglia here at uh, Kingsbury Hall, and his show starts at seven. He started at seven. People mm. were still piling in, and yeah. he sat down on the stage and said, "Like, what the fuck is going on?" Right. And like called out everybody. Yeah. Good no, for we, him. We, uh, yeah. John uh, uh, Roger Waters did the same thing. Uh, his thing. No, who's the guy that director? 
John Waters? John, John Waters. Waters. Yeah, yeah John, Roger Waters is Pink Floyd. Yeah, that's Pink Floyd. <laughs> I was like, don't say the Pink Floyd name, and I said the Pink Floyd name. No, but uh, yeah, John Waters, we, we saw him do a thing at Kingsbury, and he people were still piling in when it showed, and he's like, for the love of Christ, people, uh, folks paid good money to be here, and you're being rude assholes by just walking in late. Good for him. Yeah. Well, you know, he doesn't pull punches. Yeah. Well, apparently, Rebecca, most Americans share your opinion. Good. Not saying trailers are bad. I just don't uh, want that many. So the Hollywood Reporter and Morning Consult did a poll. Uh, nearly six in ten Americans, or fifty nine percent, say one to three is the ideal number of trailers. Uh, yet many of the uh, the story goes on here. Many of the country's larger cinema circuits, including uh, AMC Theaters, Regal, Cinemark. Screen anywhere from five to eight trailers before the main attraction gets underway. I, yeah, five's pushing it for me. That's about when I start yeah. getting antsy. Uh, while online viewing may reach more potential moviegoers, screening a trailer <laughs> is in an actual cinema still a great experience and, and a great marketing tool as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I saw some trailers for movies that I had no idea were coming out, and so yeah. I was happy to have seen the trailer for them. Yeah. It's what was it we me, saw yeah. a trailer for during? The John, uh, the Cheney movie. Yeah, oh, it was that wrestling one. And the we were wrestling like, we were, one, fighting what? with my family. Yeah, yeah. and she and I both turned to girl. We're like, what the hell is this? It looks fantastic. Yeah, well, and it was yeah. by the way. Yeah, that's. I, I wouldn't have seen the trailer for a dog's journey <laughs> if, I hadn't gone, if I hadn't gone to see uh, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> AMC, the largest theater chain, sports a twenty-minute pre-show pre-show at, at most of its locations. The fuck are you? Uh, Introducing the Beatles? <laughs> the pre-show can include as many as seven to eight trailers, concession promo, safety instruction, and third-party ads. Uh, the pre-show for Regal's locations varies from 15 to 20 minutes. Cinemark's is confined to 15 minutes. That's why I love Cinemark. I love well, Cinemark. Like, Megaplex is fucking insane. Yeah. yeah. Their shit goes on for. And so yeah, this one that I was complaining about was a Regal, because I live right by, the, I guess, one Regal in Salt Lake. Yeah, there aren't many. Um, but yeah, and so they had a thousand hours worth of trailers, and then Olivia Wilde was there to talk about a thing, and then some NYU film students were there, and then we had to watch their stupid short film. Oh, yeah. Uh, AMC states, uh, we consider movie trailers to be an integral part of the overall show. The listed runtime for each feature film does not include approximately 20 minutes of this pre-show material. Uh, otherwise, theater circuits were reluctant to discuss the subject on the record uh, when they were Because contacted. they're getting paid for it. Yeah. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, Arclight, uh, very upscale chain, limits its pre-show to seven minutes. Ooh. Uh, which equates to three trailers on average. Love it. Uh, according to the poll, only 21% of respondents are in favor of watching four to six trailers. That number drops dramatically to 2% when asked about watching seven to nine trailers. That is too many. Among the poll's other findings, 5% would rather see no trailers at all. What's wrong with you people? What are they, fucking savages? I Get know. out of here. <laughs> Where 1% was in favor of watching more than a dozen. What? Uh, then that, go to YouTube. Stay yeah, home exactly. and watch YouTube. I actually have a trailer channel on YouTube that updates the trailers the minute they're available. Really? Oh, and I can just watch them on my television without having to listen to somebody rustle through their fucking popcorn well, bag. And what I do is there are some channels that do like, here's the new trailers that came out this week and here's a mm -hmm. compilation of them. Right. Oh, that's cool. And that's, yeah. what I, that's how I it's watch It's like an them. eight or nine minute yeah. super block and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think The Verge every week. It's, here's uh -huh. the trailers you should watch this week. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Uh, if there's a silver lining, it's that members of uh, Generation Z and Millennials, uh, who generally make up the largest segment of the audience, are likely to be the most interested in more trailers. The poll finds that 30% of adults between ages 18 to 22 and ages 23 to 38 say 4 to 6 is fine. Still, even those groups prefer 1 to 3. That's 42% and 52% respectively. And the older group said, what's a movie? The, the older well, one, the older well, one get said, off my lawn. The older so, one said, stop yelling at me for using my phone. My, it's okay if I talk to my wife at this level of volume. My 1230 <laughs> showing of Hustlers on a Monday afternoon. Three old couples. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the older the consumer is, the more adverse he or she is to numerous spots. Oh, uh, because you you only scheduled so much bladder time. Wow, yeah, yeah. you've only got so long to live. Among uh, <laughs> among members of Generation X, ages 39 to 54, 63% favor 1 to 3, compared to 19% who are okay with 4 to 6. Eat the rich! <laughs> It's even more dramatic for baby boomers, uh, 55 well, to 73. Okay. Yeah, they don't want to be away from a Trump yeah. tweet for too long. 60, 66... <laughs> 66% prefer one to three trailers, while only 15% were in favor of four to six. And with all age groups, the percentages decrease from there. Uh, in 2014, National Association of Theater Owners issued guidelines urging studios to confine the length of their trailers to two minutes or less. Every studio was granted two exemptions a year. Huh. So if you had something that you really wanted people to see, then yeah. that's why the we'll Hobbs and Shaw trailer was so long. Yeah, we'll give you two of those. It was just a the year. movie, wasn't it? Essentially. Uh, also, a voluntary instruction to promote movies no more than five months before their release is the other agreement. Which is part of the reason we don't get trailers as early anymore. Yeah. Yeah, because we used to get like, teasers for the, stuff a year yeah. in advance, yeah. and now, mm-hmm. you know, they, they don't even promote Solo until two weeks before it hits theaters. Yeah. <laughs> so see, most like, people are on your uh, side there, Sizzler. <laughs> Fabulous. Here it is. <laughs> see? May 10th. Here's a movie coming out in four days. This movie's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> this movie already left theaters. Here's the trailer. Oh, no, Target was... <laughs> has calendars from June 2018 to June 2019 in their clearance section. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the... Someone's going to buy them. Somebody's yeah. like, that was a good year. I, I was like, you should like... just give wanna... this to me. That's I want to own that. That's the kind of stuff my wife's grandmother would do. She'd be like, oh, it's on sale. I'm going to buy them all. I'm like, okay, you save no money. What are you going to do with that stuff? I'm going to hoard 90% of it, and the other 10% is the next three years' worth of gifts. Thank you for the three-year-old calendar. Mm. It had a kitty on it. I thought you'd like it. Cool. Well, you could just take those in the pictures, and you can use right. the pictures on the calendar and the pictures. Get yourself some Mod Podge. You got a whole yeah, new table. Exactly. By the way, most artists cringe when you say Mod Podge. How are we supposed to say it? It's Mod Podge, you fucking ingrates. Is it? Mod. Fuck you, there is no Mod. There is no Mod. It's Mod. Mod Podge. Oh, what's the weather like up there on your stool? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You know, if you grew up, if you grew up doing, you know, collages. With Mod Podge? Mod Podge. Please. Don't 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 gatekeep my collage. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm trying to educate you in the proper pronunciation of a product, yes. a fine, veritable <laughs> cornerstone of the uh, it's, it's, arts and crafts community. I'm gonna go to the ATM machine, use my PIN number uh-huh. <laughs> to buy some Mod Podge. So you're telling me you're just like the other seventy eight percent of America that says that. Yeah. You're better than that, Rebecca. I'm I'm Making fun of you. No, I'm Googling. Why would you make fun of me? And he's right. It is Mod Podge. Oh, oh I know. Yeah. <laughs> Why I do I arts and crafts. My <laughs> life's a lie. 
We're living in that Bernstein Bears universe. (laughs) It was Mod Podge. It was Berenstain Bears. Back before fucking John Tidor got that time machine and tried to steal that apple chip. Berenstain Bears and Shaq did that Shazam movie. Yeah. Yeah, I swear. I saw it. Uh, let's Wait, see. didn't Shaq do it? Hmm? No, movie? it was... Mm-hmm. Um, he did. He did a genie he did, movie. He did a genie movie. It was called Kazam. Yeah. But not Shazam. Not... And, well, before John Tidor, it was Shazam. I had to build up and put the trailers on that that movie. Huh. Oh, no. Talk about trailers, <laughs> yeah. too. I was going to say, Rebecca's <laughs> looking up Kazam right now. Can, hey, shut up. <laughs> can I make a plea to the people that make uh, trailers for comedies? Sure. Don't put all the jokes in them. It fucking exactly. Tell us the premise. I'm sorry, let I totally it, stepped on you. Like, no, it's fine. But like, <laughs> let us, you know, just let us let us dip our toe in it. Let us know what we're in for. Right. We don't need to see every fucking joke. I will never forget. It was um, me oh. and Jimmy were so fucking mad at the trailers for the uh, vacation reboot. Oh yeah, yeah. Because there was like four different trailers. Yeah. And it was every fucking joke. Like every single fucking joke. You didn't need to see the movie. Uh-uh. Because you saw all those trailers. And I was like, and I still like the movie. It was, but I was good. Like, I would have thought this was a lot funnier if I didn't know, oh, this is coming. You knew the jokes yeah, were yeah, coming. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, well, they're building up to that joke. That's yeah. why I love the, the trailer for Rogue One. Because none of that oh, yeah. shit was in the movie. Yeah. Right. And so you're just like, wow, well, uh, I didn't see any of this coming. I assume the new Kermit Star Wars the trailer is nothing. That. Nothing is actually in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I assume. That's how I felt about like all the, the end game trailers. I was mm-hmm. like, none of this is real. Yeah, I'm like, I, I assume this is all fake. No, we yeah. had that we had that with the first of the mm-hmm. two part because Infinity. all the Hulk yeah. scenes weren't there. Yeah. And they had all the Hulk posters and Yeah. Yeah. Hulk was barely so in wait, that movie. Hold on. They could have a fully animated Hulk in their fucking fake trailer, but then when they gave us that bonus footage, his fucking mouth didn't move. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Animate that bonus footage. It is, it is kind of amazing, fucker. though, that they were able to pull Hulk out of all of those shots at the end of the first movie and replace it with the with the Hulkbuster. Like yeah. it's yeah. just a matter of, of swap, you know, that charge across Wakanda yeah. and all the trailers. It's Hulk. I think it's crazy how uh, that island that Luke lives on is full of puffins, but they replace all those puffins with porgs. There she goes talking with her ovaries again. <laughs> Did you see them porgs? Those cute. They're cute. They are adorable. They're pretty cute. Some fucking Wookie tried to eat one. He, he I did not made like those that. other ones sad. It made uh, me laugh. <laughs> and then they were best friends. Now and, they're and friends. The, and the one that lives on the Millennium Falcon has a and name. He makes, but I can't the, he makes his name. this noise. And goes, well, ah! there's precedent for that. Um, them Ewoks. The Ewoks was well, going to eat, eat everybody. They, eat they, people. they was going to eat everybody. Yup nub, yup nub. And then they became friends. And they yup nub, more like yum yum. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> did Luke eat porg? Yes. Yeah. He had Did he? I don't think he did. Oh, I, abs- I can guarantee. He had to. What else was there to eat you on Give that? me cannon. He wasn't me- just sucking those titties getting, all day. He's getting tit milk. He's definitely killing some island birds. He was fishing. <laughs> You know he was fishing. Yeah, but he's going to get tired of fish real quick. No, he's, he's a pescatarian. Get... Luke was a pescatarian. Yeah, I so got he sick. No, he caught a fish. Yeah. And he got I... sick of eating fish and sucking tits. <laughs> I, I bet you, I bet you that Luke only ate fish. Uh, a tit. I got the feeling that he only ate fish. Because, right. because his... the porgs liked him. Right. They were his friends. And they were also potentially Or maybe an army. they were just like trying to make friends with him so they wouldn't eat him. Hold he it, wouldn't uh, eat those. Hold it. Potentially an army? Yes. The porks? No, he stands on top of the mountain, and if anybody invades, he'd be like, get them, my minions! And the porks are like, Nom. 
and just fuck shit I up. I didn't think they flew. They do fly. You can see it in the movie. Really? <laughs> what? <laughs> they fly okay. all over the place. So how do, you think, a, how do you think the titty walruses fell about it? On boards.theforce.net. One second. <laughs> they're called follow sirens. Okay. <laughs> on boards.theforce.net, there's a discussion. What was Luke eating on the island where he was staying? Okay. Besides just, titty milk. Just curious. I did see only grass. Sir, the sure, the ocean or the sea is near him. He could eat algae. I doubt he would eat fish. That would not be in agreement with the force killing fish to eat them. Uh, but he killed a fish in the movie. Yeah. N- no replies. No, because yeah. <laughs> everybody's just like even the internet was like, "Shut yeah. the fuck up!" Even the, even the one guy, even the well actually guy, was like, "Well, he you know, well, actually he did kill the fish. <laughs> he, spe- he speared the it. fish and he carried it around." And, uh, Remember then, that he like he went and sucked on a titty and then uh, killed he the went, fish. He went to the Thala Siren and the one Thala Siren was like, "Well, I don't mind." On uh, jokes.boyslife.org. <laughs> what boys life? Oh, I used to get that magazine. Yeah. What what did Obi Wan <laughs> say to Luke when he noticed him eating with his hands? Use I, a fork, Luke? Use the fork, Luke. <laughs> Shut up. Put a, down that, your phone. That's okay. a quali- Put down your phone right fucking now. That is a, qual- now, that is like- a quality boy's life joke. Yes. So there is a there is a long panning shot across the across the island of Akto, mm. and you can actually see a bunch of porgs fly off from their nests. So they, they are flying birds. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm picturing all the ways I could eat food with the force. Oh, you wouldn't have <laughs> what? to. What? It'd be you amazing. Know, like, how eat, easy oh, tacos eating, would be to eating eat. Eating food with well, force you know, or with the force? With the force. <laughs> not touching <laughs> it. Yeah. You know, no, not touching it. You, you remember, know? I mean, like Anakin would always levitate food towards Padme. Yeah. During that touching and incredibly romantic scene. Oh, where they rode the... I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to touch it because yeah. I don't want to get sand on when it. They, yeah, yeah. When they rode the potatoes. Well, yeah, that was the other food that he used the force on. <laughs> when he animated those potatoes. That's how Rebecca's mom curled <laughs> curled the curly uh-huh. fries with the force. Uh-huh. She used the force. Uh just a couple <laughs> like my mother before me. <laughs> just a couple of quick things before we wrap up. Um nothing's quick on this show. We were talking about mm-hmm. it earlier. And um what were we talking about? Uh, it? it. You know. It? What? What's on second? <laughs> <laughs> Who's on sorry, first? Sorry, I couldn't resist. That was a <laughs> was a must-go that I had on the show earlier. Yeah. Abbott Costello I heard that one. No, it needs to be... You, when when, it, when addressing the film, you need to address it as Stephen King's It. Oh. Chapter so two. that when people come to me and say, did you see It? I I don't have to clarify or something like well, that. Just read, the, <laughs> just read the fucking paper. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, Alex, uh, let's see. Yeah, oh, here it is. Um, uh, I believe the name you're looking for is Alex Tunt. Alexander uh, Skarsgård? No, Andy oh. Machete. Uh, the um, Andy Machete. He's one that's of the, a real name. That's, that's a the director. Yeah, director. Uh, he says that he has a lot of footage that he wanted to get into the movie, in both of them that he had to cut because it's so long. That he's talking to the studio about doing an it supercut. Can we not? Which would be part <laughs> one, part two, and all this other shit that he. Oh, so be like a, the, the Peter Jackson extended editions of the Fellowship of the Ring and yeah. Two Towers, yeah. And yeah, Return of the King. He went backwards, but those extra those extra hours were pretty amazing. I, yeah. Right, I still have them. Yeah. I look at them. I mean, as opposed to the supercut <laughs> of the Hobbit, which was largely unnecessary. So when I saw Avengers Endgame in theaters, uh, when there when there were like some slower scenes, like when Hulk was dabbing with those teens, um, I turned to my fiance and I said, three hours. This movie is three goddamn hours long." <laughs> And that was a very important part of it. 
And when they go in back, my opinion, and when they go back to Avengers one and Mark Ruffalo is like, ah, I smash. Ah, and I, again, I was like three hours. Yeah. And it was this also movie is three hours. It was amazing. Important to me. What do you hate fun? Yeah. You hate the and Hulk so there or are what? some scenes, uh, in it chapter, Stephen King's it chapter two. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> where again, I turn to my friends and I go three hours. This movie is three goddamn hours long. What do you have against three hour long movies? Well, first I sat through a half hour of trailers. Yeah, oh, well, see. see, the problem is the trailers made you angry. See, I, yeah. I was going to say, you were irritable because of because that. Because when I went Harry, to do see... You have, a, you have a survey on how people feel about movie land. Let me look. You know, because <laughs> when, I went, when I saw Stephen King's Avengers Endgame Part 2, <laughs> it was... Becky wants brevity! <laughs> I got to say... I gotta say, the ending of that really sucked. I, I, it went off the rails. Oh, completely. Oh, yeah. man. Why did Thanos turn into a spider? Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of Stephen King. Oh, God, why? Why and, are and, we? Then we'll, and then we'll wrap it you up. You know, for a while, even he couldn't. Yeah. After that car accident. Yeah, that was... Jesus. He looks, oh. To me, he looks like a gorilla that shaved. <laughs> <laughs> he's not an attractive man. When he's walking around in Stephen King's It Chapter 2, the yeah. sequel to It, Stephen King's It Chapter 1. Yeah. Endgame. He's... <laughs> He's so tall and lanky and like, I guess I can be an actor too. Did you know I'm not a great writer either? Uh, Did you know I got hit by a car one time? (laughs) You know... His best acting performance, though... Yes. ...is Creepshow. Creepshow. Where he looks in a pit where a meteor hit and he says, Meteor shit. (laughs) Meteor shit. And then he goes and gets the meteor shit and shit starts to grow on him. He was Mm. amazing. Jordy, something or other, you're (laughs) such a lunkhead. (laughs) He does this stupid hick accent. And oh, he's, he's, wearing, he's wearing his uh, overalls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> George Romero directed yeah. him. Mm. It's, uh, it, go and find it. Major yeah. shit. Yeah, it was uh, Stephen King's Creep Show, Chapter One. Mm. Endgame. Endgame. <laughs> directed by the Russo brothers. <laughs> but uh, they were five. Uh, the Stand is being made. I'm, I'm really Stephen looking King's forward the to the first half of that. <laughs> it will be on CBS All Access. <sighs> so, my favorite Stephen King game is called When Did the Coke Run Out? And that's anything he wrote in the 70s and 80s. You can literally tell, because you're like 700 pages of amazing, and then all of a sudden, wait, there's only 13 pages left of this book, and it's nowhere near ending. He was like, I'm going to get clean. I'm going to get clean. I got to the point in 11.22.63 where it starts to go off the deep end. (laughs) (laughs) That was after Coke. He's like, I'm going to get clean. Fucking clown turns into a fucking spider. (laughs) Uh, well, they've cast Randall Flagg. <laughs> oh, they're going to do the Dark Man. Let me see who Why the... are you being the way that you are? I don't know. Who's, the dar- who's playing the Dark Man? Alexander Skarsgård. Well, of course. Mm. He's the, the good-looking blonde vampire. Skarsgård. True blood. Yeah. Bam- vampire Bill? He's no. also... No, he's... Uh, the blonde The blonde one. one. He's yeah. also... A big, tall drink of water. In that, wasn't... that TV show oh. on Becoming a God in Central Florida. Oh. Ah, well, there you go. Uh, he is going to play Randall Flagg, the, the big bad. Yeah. Uh, he's the devil, essentially. He's, the devil. Uh, he's, he's one of the more interesting parts. He's kind of the villain in every Stephen King book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the stand, is that like a music stand? So it's kind of like that car story, but it's an evil music stand that's come to life. Yeah. You would say it being Stephen King, but it's not. It's an R.E.M. song. Um, conversely, Mother Abigail has been cast. Kathy Bates. The blind lady. Whoopi Goldberg. That's interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. That works. Well, yeah. jumping Jack Flag. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the, uh, CBS hope- All Access, huh? She is the hopeful woman that survives, uh, that survivors of the plague in the stands start seeing in their dreams, drawing them to her so they can 
stand up to defeat Flag. Oh, very nice. She's your very. latest magical Negro. Uh, I, I think I think that that's uh, good to have it on CBS All Access because they can kind of deal with some of the stuff yeah. that they couldn't touch with the TV series. Well, they can take their time with it. Well, and they can swear a bit. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because... Seriously, if the Captain Trips, which is the disease that came and made everybody have tire neck, yeah, uh, if Captain Trips actually hit, I don't think you people looking at it and going, "Oh, jeez, oh, bye, that's, oh, cripes. that's icky." Yeah, I mean Joe Bob's Bri- Joe Bob Briggs when he played the sheriff in the Stand movie, <laughs> and he just pulled and he saw a guy with with Captain Trips and he was like, "Oh, oh, jeez," you know full well he would have actually said what Joe Bob Briggs would have said. Yeah, yeah. Well, who's gonna play Parker Lewis in it? Well, hang on. Who's playing Molly Ringwald in it? Um. <laughs> James Marsden's in it. Amber Heard is in it. Oh, oh I love she's, all those people. She's, she's probably playing Molly Ringwald. Uh, Overlord star Jovan Adepo will oh. play Larry Underwood. Overlord's so good. It's Owen Teague is Harold Lauder. Ah. Wait, La- wait it? Stephen King's It's yeah, thank you. Oh, Owen you broke Teague. your own fucking rule, pal. <laughs> You're fucking ten-ply. Uh, Lost's Brad William Henke is Tom Cullen. Daniel Sanjata of The Dark Knight Rises is Cobb. Cobb. What's the stand about? It's, uh, it's about a, a disease. It's a disease comes and literally it's wipes out most of the world's population. So, wait, like, and then the Dark Man, the Dark Man, Randall Flagg, like puts together an army of people in Las Vegas that he's going to use to take over the world. But is that part of the Dark Tower series, or uh, it ties into it? Yeah. During the Dark Tower, they do go to a planet that's been hit by Captain Trips, but it may or may not have been the one from the Stand. But they mm. also go to Oz, so you know. You know, like you fucking do. Stephen King. Like you do. I like the Dark Tower books. They're, yeah. I mean, sometimes the the weird one is like the first one he wrote when he was eighteen, and the last one he wrote when he was ninety four. So um, when he was ninety four, yeah. So there's a little there's a little meandering old man self indulgence going on in the last couple okay. of books, but All right. they're they're kind of cool. It's being like, yeah, I'm gonna read those Frank Miller books. <laughs> hey, hey, take those home. You, you <laughs> can read right. them because I know he won't. <laughs> Mr. B, if you would, please. All right, guys. <clears throat> I know you're ready to eat some ham. Eat more ham, right? Yeah. Like, fucking excited? We're yeah. ready. You're here to eat the ham. Uh-huh. Give us the ham. Yeah. But before the ham, oh, boo. we're going to watch a preview <laughs> of our next 13 fucking meals. Here we go. <laughs> Breakfast tomorrow. <laughs>